This is Miss Waters reading The Bridge Home, Chapter 21, titled Chased Away. We spent some of our skimpy earnings on thick plastic sheets to keep our home dry because the rules said the rainy season was approaching. It scares me that the waste man's so interested in where we live, I told the rule that evening as we spread plastic on the ground beneath our straw mats and pillows. You don't think he'll come looking for us, do you? No, the rule sounded confident. He's a cheat and a bully, but too lazy to come searching for us. What are you worrying about now, Akka? Muthu's, Muthu cackled with laughter, scared he's gonna, going to steal our gold. You two don't think we should move, I said. What, and give up our place above the Silver River, Arula said. Don't worry, he's scared of me. Muthu flexed his scrawny arms. See how much muscle I have? And with you and Cootie and the boys close at hand and the way smart man far away, it felt silly to worry. Later that night, I was falling asleep to the patter of light rain when a volley of barks interrupted the peace. I peered out of our tent. Cootie was standing by the entrance with his back arched. What's wrong? Came a rule's sleepy voice. A man cursed and another man yelled something back. I recognized one of the voices. The waste smart man had found us. A rule lifted the towel separating our tents. Quick, he said, run. Ruku, I shook you awake. Get up. Muthu and I each took one of your hands and pulled you out of the tent. We began to hobble across the rain-slicked bridge. Ruku, I heard the way smart man drawl as he and the other man stumbled toward us. I've found you. Our money, Muthu gasped. I've got to go back for it. We can get it later, a rule shoved Muthu forward. Keep going. We stumbled on, but a rule stopped to fling a chunk of concrete at the man. Snarling, Cootie hurled himself in their direction. I heard a yowl of pain. Cootie or one of the men? When we reached the road, Cootie and a rule raced up to join us. You two hide, a rule whispered. We'll lead them away. In the dim glow of a street lamp, I saw Muthu and a rule's bare heels thumping along the dark road. Then the boys slowed down, running in full view, hoping to lure the men after them. The two of us turned in a side street, and we stiffened against the wall in the shadows. I tried not to think of anything except the feel of your hand, bony but strong in mine. We were lucky. The men hurtled down the road after the boys. You slouched over Cootie and mewed like a lost kitten. An occasional car whooshed by. At last, Arul and Muthu arrived panting. Come on, Arul said. We've got to find a better hiding place. You wouldn't budge though the boys whispered encouragements. Ruku, I urged. Please, we have to go just a little bit farther. Slowly you straightened up, like a snail coming out of its shell, and let us haul you along. We sped down a quiet stretch of road where huge trees loomed over us. Here, a rule stopped by a long wall. Come on. A rule climbed atop the wall and leaned down. Ruku first. I struggled to lift you as high as I could, and a rule pulled you over the wall. I heard you land with a faint thump. Cootie's sharp eyes had discovered a hole and he was scuffling through it. Muthu clambered over the wall with the rule's help and then it was my turn. The wet wall gleamed in the faint moonlight. I slipped a few times but finally scaled it and plummeted into bushy undergrowth on the other side. It was when a rule thudded down next to me that I noticed we were in a graveyard.